Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome back to The DK Project, episode 129. For all of you that are keeping track and uh, following along, there is uh, more episodes coming out. We are trying to do more and more every week to make this more of a morning show that you can uh, download and listen to on your commute. So those of you who are listening, great. Give us a give us a follow, subscribe, tell a friend, and uh, give us a good review. With us today on the old line, we're zooming in with Tina Marie. I'm not going to attempt your last name. Trimpet. <laughs> Trimpet. Yeah. Forget about the last name. It's yeah, totally fine. Hi. Hi, Darren. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've been trying to do this now for about a week and uh, it's been one thing or another obstacle after obstacle. You've had a tough and busy week. I mean, you are a busy gal. Oh, yes. I, it stays that way. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I I, uh, I like it. And in my, my schedule is pretty flexible, so it ends up working out. But you're down in uh, Texas, right? That's not quite how they sound down here, but you, it was close. Well, I was going to say you don't you don't even sound like a like a true Texan. Where's where's that you? is because I'm not a true Texan. You're a transplant. Uh, yes, I am. I, well, I would consider Texas my home base, but I've lived all over the world and in several different states. I plan to stay here, but who knows what's going to happen? I'm like a gypsy. Really? What are you a military kid? A uh, diplomat's daughter. Whoa. Even better, right? Whoa. Jeez. Is that why we had to do that big big uh, questionnaire before we got on the air? <laughs> wow, that's funny. So you've been everywhere. Where's the coolest place you've ever been then to live? I Coolest place that I've ever lived, I would say, is Korea. And I think that's because of all the great memories and people that I have there. Really? Do you speak a bunch of languages then? Yeah, four. Wow. That'll come in handy for nothing on this show. But yeah, well, I might like say something that you'll never know <laughs> yeah. behind your back on the show in a different language. Who knows? Yeah. Just for my other uh, bilingual uh, listeners. That's perfect. I love it. Catering to everyone. That's what we do. We cater we to go. everyone. <laughs> so uh, how long were you in Korea then? I was there about five years. Wow. That's cool. I uh, so but you're you're not uh, obviously you're on your own now. You're married with with children and the whole bit. So what brought you to Texas? Well, I've always had an affinity for Texas because every time we would move to another country and come back, we would end up in Texas. So I knew a lot of people here to begin with. But oh, nice. when we moved first from Korea, I ended up in North Dakota of all places. Ooh. Dakota. Yeah, that's my neighbor. I uh, I actually just was on a radio show in Dakota today. I think it was South Dakota, though. I don't really know. Oh, really? Yeah, I... Um, yeah, that's, wow, you talk about a land of nowhere, but really cold. Holy snot. Really cold. You're still going to school with snow tires on your tiny little bus in four oh. feet of snow. I, you know, we, I, I usually go skiing in Montana for Christmas, haven't for a couple of years, but you drive back across the Dakotas and there was one time we came back and I was actually watching my gas because obviously you want to make sure you have enough gas. But I was thinking to myself, if my car breaks down, it was like middle of the night, if my car breaks down, I could easily freeze to death on this it was like 20 below or something on my on my little thermometer in my car it's like holy crap and people live in that shit i can't believe it i uh my <laughs> my son's got friends who are going to school out there and i'm just like why would you ever want to go there like there's nothing 
nothing but wind, snow, and cold. Which I couldn't take it anymore. I ended up in North Carolina and then several other states after. So how is North Carolina? North Carolina is exactly what it sounds like. It's it's north of the two Carolinas. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time there. That's where I started most of my acting and modeling career. Uh-huh. That's where I began my event business and everything like that. I mean, I made I made there ended up learning how to play golf and living in Pinehurst, which is golf central. Oh, Tiger yeah. Woods lived down the street from me. It was nice. it was an experience. Did you ever meet him? Did, no, I never got hit you. on you. One time, <laughs> Obama was playing basketball out there with a bunch of kids that I knew back in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get a chance to talk to him? No. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm thought boring. At, I thought at least Tiger Woods would have hit on you or, or made a move or something. I'm not blonde. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know there was a prerequisite. I don't know his, uh, I don't know his, uh, uh, what he favors most there, but okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, so now break this down for me. How long were you in North Carolina? Cause I got to get the weather breakdown. I'm still looking for my forever place. I, uh, about four. So how's the weather then? Like, like seasonally, do you get the changing of the seasons? It, yeah. You know what? It, it is good for the weather. Texas doesn't really have, they have their own weather system here. North Carolina, you get the all four seasons everything's expected October the leaves start falling you might get snow you might not the summer is great spring is wonderful just really? the weather is great there yes uh, is the winter like like my winters my winter starts January for real winter and it's like you know 10 below zero and nasty is their winter's not like that though it's just like Colorado winter Colorado winters you get snow but it'll melt and and because you get sunshine every day I want to go to places like Colorado when I want to freeze. There has to be a reason behind my freezing. If it's not snowing, I don't want to go there. If if I'm cold for no reason, there's no purpose of me being anywhere like that. Exactly. So, but Texas, you get just heat, right? Most of the time, but we actually got some frost on the ground a few days ago and I woke up freezing because we don't have to have a heater in this house. We don't have heating in this house and i'm okay with that but i woke up freezing that morning because wow. we don't have a heater like i just said three times that's and crazy i I, yeah. I i've been to uh austin and i've been to houston and i've been to galveston and all over but i you know i go when like spring break and stuff so i don't the, the weather doesn't really hit me well that's and you're what are you in houston I'm not. No, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I have cattle for neighbors. I did live in Austin for a bit, but then, you know, the big C word hit and I was like freaking out like, oh, zombies are going to come. Like everybody's going to have it. I'm getting out of here because I was near Dallas actually (laughs) at the time. It wasn't Austin. I went Austin, Dallas, and now I'm in the middle of nowhere in East Texas, two hours from Houston. Well, you know, I was looking at buying a uh, vocal booth for my voiceover business and I, uh, the guy was in I want to say like San Antonio or some weird, you know, Texas place. And he's like, you know, keep in mind, if you fly down here to drive back with it, you you know, we're eight hours from Dallas. And it's like, Texas is so big that you don't understand that. Like once you're like, if you're driving to Texas, once you get there, you still could have a day or so of driving ahead of you to get to wherever it is, whether it be the coast or, or, you know, uh, further inland. But Texas is a monster. That's a big state. We drove up through Minneapolis not too long ago and knocked out 12 hours. I was so excited. I didn't realize I was still in Texas. 
That I'm telling you that it's it's <laughs> crazy. I I uh, what say that again? Oh, you lost me. I was. We were driving from where we live up yeah. to Minneapolis, and the it's a. 28 or 30 oh. hour drive and yeah 12 hours in i was excited i was like "Ooh, we're almost there you know 12 hours knocked out look at the map we're still in texas or oklahoma at the oh, very least but brutal. same thing oklahoma might as well be a part of texas no doubt what were you doing in minneapolis i have a friend up there that we were visiting and i did some recording up there at their studio and just Hung out, kind of got away for a little bit because having cows for neighbors is not always fun. <laughs> right. Not, not real talkative. It's safe, though, for the COVID. You know, you got nothing to worry about there. That's a good thing. So, <laughs> yeah, so tell right. us about your modeling and acting. What got you into this? I've always been into it. I'm a musical theater kid. Oh, nice. <laughs> I call myself a kid, but I'm not a kid, just you- for any of the listeners out there. And so ever since then, I was about 17 when I got my first real commercial gig or i guess you could call it real i was the first commercial for the blue electronic cigarettes cigarettes which everybody now they vape so i was the i started the whole vaping thing i guess you could say my face was all over the billboards and all over spam ads on the internet and so how do you feel about that what's that how do you how do you feel about that like i I do a lot of voiceover stuff and sometimes like i was doing one today for something and i'm thinking uh, this isn't what I th- believe, you know, like, I, I know this isn't a good thing, you know, but you still do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> like electronic cigarettes, you're like, you know, cause they've done some studies and, you know, cigarettes as a whole is, is it's not a good thing for you. And now it's even worse with the, well, they found some stuff on the elect- electronic versions, but is that, do you, do you get any of that when you do that kind of thing? I suppose you were so new, you'd just take anything. Uh, exactly. That's kind of yeah. where it was. And I stand this is my idea on it. Cigarettes, they are worse in my opinion, because when you get proper vape stuff, it's really vegetable glycerin with flavoring and nicotine, just pure nicotine, yeah. kind of like what they do with CBD oil. So they extract the, the, what you call bad stuff, quote unquote, bad stuff, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And then just make it into an oil that actually you have the benefits from it. But there's a lot of tainted oil tainted vape stuff out there too so i still think that for anyone trying to quit smoking vaping is the best option god i gotta think anything's better anything you know i mean it's just so it's crazy so what else have you done i i I I know that product have you done any other big products oh yeah i've worked with macy's i've worked with dillard's that's in in terms of modeling sure i worked with akira up in chicago I i was with an agency in chicago i did not Blue Bloods. My friend Alex Zewak was on Blue Bloods. Uh, what is it called? The show? Uh, yes. he's He plays on that show. Oh, with Donnie I Wahlberg? Yeah. Chicago Fire and PD. I did that one quite frequently oh. and just extra work for that. But they pay a lot of money for extras in that particular show. Oh, really? And I would return often. <laughs> That's cool. Where do you got to go to do that? Chicago. Oh, it's actually in Chicago? <laughs> yes. Oh man, that sounds like fun though. I, that, you know, that's never, I do, I do a little comedy. I do the podcast. I'm, I'm a radio guy. I do voiceover, but acting just never has appealed to me at all. I don't know why I, I feel like I'd step on my own foot, but I, uh, it's a different craft. I know when I got into voiceover, it's like, everybody thinks it's, oh, we're just reading commercials, blah, blah, blah. And it's not acting is tough. It's, uh, Either you're good at it or you're working to to get better. You know, I mean, like, it's not an easy thing at all. (laughs) 
Well, I'm actually a certified acting coach on top of it. So I kind of trained myself. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. So do you, do you teach? I, not currently. And I don't really do my business with coordinating weddings either, which is why I put together the whole event that I just did for podcasters and oh, sure. independent musicians and everyone. And it's called Indie Pods United. So I basically kind of had to cut that out because people were canceling weddings and can't do events. But I got started with the events in Charlotte where I did huge modeling and music networking socials and kind of made that a huge thing in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and that's got hit, uh, hit real hard. I just interviewed a, a gal the other day who uh, is an author, but she's sure daytime gig is a wedding store. She owns a wedding store or manages it or something. And she's like, it's just been horrible. Like, like the, the COVID is been nuclear to that. There's, there's, and, and it's under, you know, everybody, I, I try and do uh, a little restaurant plug in every podcast to get the word out, to help support these folks when they're closed. But I got to imagine yeah. an event business uh, that, that does some wedding is, is not a good thing right now. No, the next thing you know, everybody's going to be doing a zoom wedding. <laughs> you know, what's coming. I was thinking about yeah. it today. What do you think about these? All these kids now are, are at home. And uh, learning at home and how much I know a lot of businesses aren't going, you know, won't go back to having you in the in the office. But how much, you know, like students that are really excelling, like if you're um, the uh, what do they call it? That's uh, the nerd group is what I used to call them. But, the one that I was in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. In, in your group. And, you know, are they ever going to come back? Do they you know what I mean? Because people homeschool, which I think homeschool is not a great thing. But now that the pandemic's been here, everybody's had to try the homeschooling. And I think oh, if yeah. the kids are if the kids are really advanced, you know, do they got to go back? I don't know. I mean, I definitely think they need the social. That's why the the homeschooling doesn't work because you don't get any social interaction. I think what's going to end up happening with those brilliant children is that if they're that brilliant and they enjoy studying is they're going to end up way, way more smart than they would getting anything from a public school if they're being homeschooled or if they're teaching themselves even, because a lot of those talented and gifted is the word yeah, children end up, you know, studying <laughs> stuff on their there. own. <laughs> right. So I see them probably excelling even more in life later when all of this is over. Well, and it's, it's really brought up a whole nother facet. I, uh, I'm glad I don't have, you have a little one, right? I don't have a little one, so I don't have to She's two. Uh, oh. I, I say she's on the way to talented and gifted. There you she's go. She's to 30 already. Well, and I think, uh, yeah, so you might skate around it where you don't have to do the, you know, these people are doing first grade, second grade with their kids. Holy snot. That's a whole nother bag of bolts. You got to like teach your kids and do your job, oh, man. It's, it's a different yeah. time. That's for sure. I know, uh, I was just reading the paper today that the, um, the UK is, uh, shooting some vaccine and some people, they got, uh, they got the first ones out. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a, a little early. And, and actually, they showed it on the wire of uh, this 90-year-old lady getting the shot. Like, geez, oh, man, that's horrible. But, they're paying $1,500, I hear, is that here what in America to get the COVID vaccine. And obviously, since it's a what we think is a newer disease or virus, then no testing has really been done on it. So I don't see this going very well. I mean, you have to inject the antibodies into someone in any vaccine, even the flu vaccine. So I can only imagine it's going to backfire 90%. And it's like the humans are being guinea pigs. Everyone that gets that vaccine yeah. in that first round, 
they're like acting as guinea pig or something that we don't even know what it's going to become. It's not, uh, it's not the way to go about it, but I, I don't know. The masks aren't working. I don't know. I just had this, I, this weekend I live in uh, Minneapolis area and we're all closed. Our governor, they're calling it a pause where you can't go to restaurants at bars. They're, you know, takeout only, which whatever. And, uh, but our neighboring state of Wisconsin is just booming. You know, they don't, they, I don't think they have any restrictions right now. Uh, so we went, we went to the, uh, the, the, there's a river that separates Minnesota from Wisconsin right there. And, and on our side of the river is a town called Stillwater. We went there, 60% of the the businesses are, are dark. No, uh, they went out of business. Oh, so it's yeah, just, it's horrible. Yeah, and then nobody. they shut down California too. California is out right now. Yeah. And so like all of Hollywood is at home and a lot of my friends that were winning awards for their independent films and everything they can't go to the festivals so you can only imagine they know things maybe that we don't know or that the media may not tell us and basically they're projecting to possibly do these film festivals that were supposed to happen early in 2021 all the way at the end of 2022. So I see this going on for way longer wow. than it's supposed to. Well, I thought they just posted something that the uh, Oscars or something are, are going to be uh, in person. Oh, well, that's uh, that's kind of scary. Are, are we going to have a whole new, uh, a whole bunch of celebrities coming in? Because that's, that's pretty scary for them. The ones that are going to attend that. I wonder how many will, if they do. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta put that in the Googler. I think I, I just read something about that. Um, is that maybe the Oscars? I don't really know, but yeah, they were going to do it. They're going to do it, uh, in person, which seems really weird, but. I don't know. I. It's going to look weird. It's going to look as weird as the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Oh, that was dreadful. Did you watch that? It made that? me cry. I, I couldn't watch it. It was so sad. It was really bad. I um, I mean, the way it was edited, the way it was filmed, everything was just wrong. I don't know. I We watch it every year. I, I, I It's a reason to get out of bed on Thanksgiving, but it's like, holy crap, they really missed the mark on that one. I don't know why, if they just threw it together or what. Well, they had to, I bet they couldn't have so many people there. And so they're all used to having an audience to be doing everything for and just having a parade that's getting filmed by cameras and nobody really getting to watch it in person probably brought the energy a lot <laughs> more down than it should have been. Yeah. Well, and I think they did a lot more uh, like local uh, par uh, parade floats or whatever and, and bands and whatever because people couldn't travel, so they they called on a lot more people from the direct area to to participate, and uh, it was just different. I, 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 you know, I watched I don't know the first hour or two, but it, it just even the even the singing, everything was way off the audio. Everything it it probably uh, was one of the worst ones that I've seen, or the worst that I've seen. I can't imagine what what New Year's is going to look like. Yeah, really. What happened? Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's, yeah, that just hit me too. That's going to be bad. I, I'm looking right here. Academy uh, is mulling over the options for the 2021 Oscar ceremony. Uh, sources say the Motion Picture Academy is currently exploring how an in-person Oscar ceremony could work in the spring, April 25th. I wonder how it really could work. I mean, well, who's I'm guessing be that they're where. How is this going to happen? Or is everybody going to be masked? 
Are there going to be the few that are like, I'm not wearing a mask? Are they going to be allowed in? There's well, so many questions to ask. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think uh, truly, the, you know, they're probably hedging their bet and and thinking, we're, you know, with a vaccine and with everything going on with uh, Biden coming in to save the day that that, uh, you know, th- that'll be gone by April. You're not gone, but well under control to where. We can then do these kind. Of, I, I mean, because eventually somebody has to take that risk and say, you know, we we have to plan something. Because if if uh, if you don't, and then you're in March, and all of a sudden the you know the vaccine's working and everything's moving in the right direction, you can't throw that thing together in 30 days. So you you know you'd have to forecast it and then just call an audible at the last minute if it doesn't work. Yeah, get the people super excited and then just be like, oh, sorry, we're not actually going to do it. <laughs> Maybe they'll put it. You know, what would really be funny is to take all of them and put them in those bubbles. You know, like my town, some, <laughs> some of the restaurants have those clear bubbles that you can sit in for dinner outside. Yeah. That would be awesome. And then when they go up to get their awards, they have to take their bubble with them. Oh, man. Top they just shelf. roll off like at the mall. They have those gerbil type things that you can roll around in. <laughs> The awards are different this year. I think, uh, well, and, and that's what I was saying. I went to I went to this uh, Stillwater here near me, and uh, it was just a ghost town. Everything's closed. And then right across the, 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 the river is Hudson, Wisconsin, and there was a two-and-a-half-hour wait to get into a restaurant. Like, they're just booming. You go across the, the river, and you would think you were in the middle of Mardi Gras. There's people everywhere. And it's still, uh-huh. you know, like 40 degrees here, so it's not like hang outside kind of weather. But people are so, you know, I guess it's a lot of Minnesotans going over there to to try and eat in a restaurant. Because you go through the yeah. parking lot of the restaurant, and it's 50% Minnesota license plates. They know what's up. I was, Yeah, I was just there, so I know that that's the case. <laughs> it's really sad, but our governor is just, you know, and I, yeah, whatever. We're, everybody's wearing masks, and, and the numbers are still moving, so... I don't know. All, all they're doing is destroying businesses, in my point opinion. But what do I know? I uh, we can only speculate at this point. Just yeah. uh, do do our parts, right? Stay tuned for more after this word from our sponsors. Special thanks this year to our sponsor, Grady Restoration. If you have any kind of home improvement insurance restoration needs, give them a call at nine five two four seven two one five seven zero. If you've got uh, construction projects, you know, everybody's sitting around with their honey to-do list. And even though you've got uh, a lot of time because of the pandemic, you still shouldn't do home improvement projects. Some of us just aren't cut out to do that kind of stuff. So you need to call the good folks at Grady Restoration. They've got years and years and years of experience and they can handle any project, big or small. And if you're not sure if you have insurance damage from hail, from water, from wind, fire, could be anything. Give them a call. They'll come out, take a look. Complimentary and let you know whether you've got a case or not. And for those of you who've got some construction projects, they're happy to help with those also. Give them a call at 952-472-1570 or look them up on the web at gradyrestoration.com. Hey, everybody. We're still in a pandemic, but the good news is we're cutting hair again. The hair studio in Chaska is open for business, rocking and rolling. So if you've kind of let her go over these last six months of the pandemic, time to get it trimmed up, curled up, colored up. Let's go. Located in Chaska at 500 North Pine Street, Chaska, Minnesota. Give them a call. They'll take care of any of your needs. If you need to get that old pandy shag cut down, 952-368-0900. Now back to the show.
Yeah, exactly. Hey, I got a I got a nugget here for you. Did you see that uh, Howard Stern signed a new contract? With what? For uh, he signed a new contract with SiriusXM. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you know how I old, did not? You know old wow, what's that going to be like? Check this out. Do you know how old he is? He's up there because I was he was like in his thirties, I think, when I was a kid, and my I wasn't allowed to listen to him. Oh, really? <laughs> he was, yeah, is he like sixty something? Like sixty uh, something? Para six is sixty six. Oh wow! There you go. Sixty six. He just signed a five year contract. I wonder if he's going to be the same old Howard or if he's going to just make COVID jokes the whole time. Like, what is what is Howard yeah, going to do? He, as somebody who's, you know, been following the world of radio and morning radio my whole life, he's a different dude and he really sets his own deal. He's a great interviewer. He really, uh, you know, interviews well. And, and I don't know, he, he used to be a lot more raunchier and whatever. And I think as he's getting older, they're taming it down. He's got some, He's got some uh, fruitcakes that work with them who are still a little uh, X-rated, <laughs> but they they just signed a five-year extension with him for $100 million a year. Wow. So give us some money, Howard Stern. Why don't you uh, sponsor now, us? Yeah, right. We need, we need a little bit of love here, Howard. I was just thinking about it like, how sweet would that be? Because, I mean, he already has more money than he could ever spend. You know, he's got definitely generational money and now this on top of it wouldn't you just take you know millions and just be like i'm gonna go change some lives today there you go you know i mean that would be the best thing i think he's ever done oh well and not just him there's a lot of these people have i don't know though maybe not that kind of money 100 million a year for that's 500 million i don't his contract that he's like in the middle of is is ridiculous What's he going to do with all of that? I don't know. Hopefully he's up, he's adopting uh 45-year-olds cuz I'm uh <laughs> I'm I'm looking. I'm open. I uh I, I don't want to commit to anything just yet, but holy snot. But I I wonder if some of that 100 million isn't uh like they have to pay the people on his show. Like he's part of his 100 million has to cover Gary and 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 the gal. I can't think of her name. Um, you think so? Because I would I don't think know. they would all have separate contracts. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm just trying to justify $100 million. I don't Yeah, there's no way. There's no way to, to justify that. that. <laughs> Good for him, though. I mean, talk about taking a $7 an hour job and turning it into something. Woo. There you go. Good job, Good job Howard. Stern. Yeah, right? Go, go Howard. <laughs> hey, I saw online that uh, Elon Musk is going to move to Texas. You're going to be moving into the uh, electric neighborhood with you. Oh, there we go. Maybe he'll send some better Wi-Fi my way. Do you have no? Do you not have uh, income tax there? State income tax. Uh, I'm pretty sure we do. You do. Why? Do, why is everybody moving there? Lower taxes. Oh, okay. Okay. Lower taxes. More places to live and get away, like we did on 98 acres of land. There's just more room here. Everybody in Austin's so mad. They've got bumper stickers that say, get the Californians out of here. <laughs> well, once Joe Rogan moved down there, I just told my wife, I'm like, we got to get down there. I got to buy some property. I own a, a bunch of property here. Oh, and- it's so cheap. I think this land was about 20 grand, 98 acres. Really? Or you yep. must be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but you know what? It's not going to be the middle of nowhere for long if everybody keeps moving to Texas. I. Uh, how far from Austin are you? Only about two and a half hours. Okay. My sister lives there, so we're actually probably going to end up there soon. Yeah, with masks. 
<laughs> we're well, gonna end up there and hang out with my sister for a little bit because... if you if you do there's a place oh i was just down there for a voiceover conference and um i i'm telling you i i'm a nacho guy and uh, this place had nachos that changed my life oh ooh, where was it because it was, i've i know everywhere in austin was it a food truck or it, was it like an actual nacho no, it was place because i love nachos yeah, it was an actual place but it was the the name of the place was the same name as the street that's the only way i remember it nacho street just no, no 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 it was uh oh man i'll have to dig into it but yeah it was holy snot it was some of the best work i've ever seen and was I, it in downtown austin yeah I'm thinking, I took my scooter there from the Four Seasons. Oh, there's too many good restaurants. I probably have not seen it. There's so many good restaurants in downtown Austin. Well, and I, I was thinking about taking the wife back there. It was funny because when I checked in, I went to, uh, it was a, a voiceover thing that I was at. And uh, we we stayed at the uh, Four Seasons and I went down to the concierge and I'm like, hey, I've never been here before. What's what's the thing? You know, like, what's what, what does everybody do? And he's like, have you seen the bats? I'm like. The bats? Yes. Like real yes. bats? And yeah, he said it was the bats. I'm like, I, I don't know. The bat cruise. I've done it. It's awesome. There's a it's cruise? <laughs> yeah. I, did, I got on the boat and we watched the bats and we went, it was like sunset and we got to see them. They were all, they came out all at the same time. Like they knew it was a special time for them. And they just all flocked in one direction. They were doing all, I have pictures and videos. They were just like, like it was amazing actually and i don't like bats i didn't want them near me they didn't get near us but they were doing all kinds of circles in the air and like arrow arrow bats acrobatic bats whatever you want to call it i uh yeah well they get out they they're nocturnal so they leave at at dusk and they say that there's like thousands of them that leave from under that bridge which I, I, Five thousand, six thousand bats. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. That's a lot of guava, which is bat shit. Um, that's that. But there's people like kayaking out there, and they're hanging out. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was one of the people on the water. There was a lot of people kayaking. There was a whole crowd, and I have a picture of this too. About of about five hundred people just lined up across the top of the bridge. Those are the guys that probably got the bat shit. Oh so, man, yeah. There's we a memory. Safer. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got to go back. I was thinking about taking the wife for, you know, just a weekend to just to hang out and do whatever. But I, uh, I got to go back. To, I got to find that nacho place. I could drive there, but I can't think of the name of it. But it's, oh, uh, well, <laughs> we'll have to do some voiceover work together sometime. Yeah. And then, for yeah, sure. the bats, I think that's a once a year thing. And I want that nacho place. Oh find that God. out. I I'll, need to know. I'll dig deep. I mean, they put like a full steak on my nachos. It was, and they, and they give you the popcorn when you come in. Like a, so it's not a Mexican place. It's like a. The place the King of Natchez is referring to is the Lavica Street Bar in Austin. And the bad thing isn't seasonal. It's all the time those gross little bastards come out from under the bridge. Ooh, popcorn. And they give you like a bucket load of it. I'm, uh, it was like, just, it's just me, dude. <laughs> but it was cool. Yeah, I'll dig into it. We'll uh, we'll get that out there and give them a shout out. So tell us a little bit. You've got your own podcast. That yes, you've been doing for a little while. Everybody gets confused. So we actually just hit 10,000 downloads. We've only been on since June. We had a big standstill with it while I was working on Indie Pods United, and it's called the Psyche. There's a hyphen, 
the Psychedelic Podcast. It's kind of a play on words. So we talk about everything from social sciences and psychology and different things like that. We pick apart everything and kind of philosophize on it, but we are so funny that we don't have to worry about getting too serious. We call ourselves your favorite panel of non-experts. So I'm really excited about where that's going. We're going to continue pushing out content. We'll have to have you on sometime. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to know anything about anything to get on this show. Just talk with us about a subject, and it's so much fun. I'm perfect candidate for that. I don't know anything about anything. None of us do. Oh, tell me, tell me more <laughs> about the indie pod thing. That was a big deal. You put together a whole. It, I, you know what it reminded me of, and you know, forgive me if it's offensive, but it reminded me a lot of like the Jerry Lewis telethon, where it was like days of content that were continually going, <sighs> and you had, and you were the ringleader. You had to to make all this magic happen, right? Yeah, I came up with the idea. I decided I was going to do it within two months. I threw it together. I had some founders. And I joke with them all the time because I did, I'm not going to lie, I did most of it myself. But sure. No, if you with, pat a couple weeks, on the back, you know, I, cool. I had my, a couple of them helping me here and there, but I was working on it day and night because I'm talking to hundreds of people to get this together. And we had some fantastic music acts and a lot of great podcasts and comedians like Luke Null from SNL and Chris Harvey, who's worked on stars and Hulu showed up for it. Doc Brass. He's like a finger drummer, superhero for nerds. You know what? I saw that thing. I saw that. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. What is the, what is the draw to that thing? That dude, that Doc Brass, everybody loved him. Oh, he worked with Harry Mack, who was super, super famous for just going on to random chat sites. And he's got his whole studio set up and he just starts freestyle. He asks them for different words and they'll just some people are really daft. I said it British term there. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> they'll be, uh, translation. They'll be like, pie, COVID, pickle. And somehow Harry Mack's brain works so fast that he just freestyle raps and just throws the word in and it just blows your mind and he did something with doc brass a few times but he's not in it doc isn't in it for the money harry's making lots and lots of money doc wants to help the kids so anybody that's been through a uh, there that's going through a bad situation because he's had a bad tough life himself yeah so he does this for them and he wears this awesome mask and just he calls himself a nerdy superhero finger drummer. Because uh, I, I was I was watching it and I'm like, I'm missing something here. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. None I, of it's rehearsed. He just does that. He comes up with these beats wow. on this finger drumming board and he just goes. He just I don't know how your brain can work that fast, but it's pretty amazing. He, did, he never uh, does the same thing twice. It reminded me of that game. You know that game that you played when you were little and you'd set the timer and then you got to like flip the pieces over and see what holes they fit in. That's kind of what his little drum box thing looked like to me. <laughs> I think there's like uh, 30 different sounds that you can make on that. And then he has a mixing board too. So he's doing all of this stuff at the same time. He's drumming and then his right hand reaches over and he turns some knobs and he makes more music play as he drums with it. It's just like mind blowing. He went on for what, like a half hour or more? Yeah, about a half hour. And then I luckily he has agreed to do an interview with me. So has Luke Null. And so I'm super excited about that. I don't know if he's going to wear his, his special helmet, but probably will have to because that is who he is he doesn't show his face nobody knows what he looks like oh but he's really super super cool 
Oh, that is kind of cool. I, I dig yeah. it. I'll, you'll have to let me know when that one's on. That's uh, I, I, I saw that and I'm like, my gosh, it was, it was different. And everybody was just raving about it. And I was kind of half uh, listening and half watching. I had some other stuff I was working on. And uh, it, I, I was like, I got to ask about that. Cause I didn't, I'm, you know, I'm not hip to that whole scene. I'm, you know, too old and uh, <laughs> too uh, distanced from that. I'm sure my kids probably know who it is, but I don't know anything. Um, well, we we had another really great music act and she's an indie musician and she had four cameras. I mean, it was, it had to have been like a $10,000 setup. They were panning in all over the place, a five piece band behind her really? and on the TV scrolling behind her, it was Indie Pods United. And I could not have been more proud. I was like, this is actually happening. I don't know how wow. I like, I don't know how this came together, but somehow it worked out. <laughs> wow. That's cool. That's good that you got to put your, uh, event planning skills to use while we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, not a yeah, lot of, not a lot of events going on. That's for sure. But the new world we live <laughs> in, that's just how it works, man. That's, that's exciting. So you're going to do it again next year. Then we're going to do it again already in July. Oh, wow. That's a quick turnaround. I mean, if I did that in two months with a team that now fully understands what the system is and sees what the vision is, they are all on board a hundred percent. I love them all. And and I get why they would be apprehensive that it couldn't be pulled off in two months, but I believed in it and it worked. And I was I was so thankful for the people that stepped in at the last minute. But we are going to do it in July because that's plenty of time considering that happened in two months. So Yeah, right, right. You'll have time to waste. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't feel worried about it at all. <laughs> and it was a it was a form of a uh, an award show for podcasters. We had that as well. We had an award show. We had, like I said, the comedians and musicians. We had a bunch of podcasters live streaming. There was so there was it was just amazing. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> Honestly, awesome. I feel like such a narcissist for saying that, but it that, just fell together. It was meant to be. That is awesome. I uh I, I hope to be a part of it in July and uh and get uh get on the, uh, on the roster and see what it takes. But it, it, it looked like it was a ton of fun and, uh, had a great, uh, had a great, uh, turnout. Cause you did what? Three days, five entire days. <laughs> and it was supposed to be four. That was my mistake. I wrote down the dates. I meant for it to end on December 3rd. Like, Oh, we're done. Nothing happens December 3rd, but I'm very bad with days. Oh, <laughs> and, no. and I, it ended up having to be five days. Cause I had promoted it all over the place as, 29th of November to 3rd of December. And so we did it. We made it happen. And anyone that didn't show up, the my co-founders and I, we would just keep talking and just roll through it. And it worked out. Wow. That is kind of a big mistake. <laughs> I mean, obviously it worked out, so it's great. But two extra days, thats <laughs> that's above and beyond right there. So yeah. do you, so this is your full-time gig. Do you, you, you don't have like a day job, do you? Well, I'm just, I'm still looking for any kind of acting work here in Texas or Oklahoma and voiceover work as well, but yeah. there's not too much going on at the moment. So I full-time podcast and I full-time do, I'm, I'm going to be working on indie pods full-time as well. So oh, that's so it, cool. I'm cool with that because we have a two-year-old, so I get to be home. The important people are here with me anyways. I don't really need to go anywhere. Right. I can talk to my friends whenever I want on Zoom. It's fine. I don't need to like just, I don't need to just hug people all the time. I can talk to them on Zoom. We can drink wine on Zoom. That's fine with me. <laughs> You've adapted. That's all that matters. 
That's I've, I've awesome. kind of always been that like that. Like I'm seriously extroverted. And when I'm in crowds, I'm cool with that. I love that. I love attention. Who doesn't? Yeah, right. But I'm also cool with getting attention in other ways. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. That's uh, that's why we do what we do. You know, that's that's why everybody in the world's doing podcasts right now, because everybody's got something to say and 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 wants to get out there and and uh, you know hear themselves <laughs> yeah well you know not all of them are wonderful unfortunately but we have classes for that yeah exactly i uh i think there's there's uh what did somebody say 1.6 million podcasts or something i don't know just a ton of them uh, but everybody being home from work and not be you know being unemployed why not it uh they're getting it started so more power to them we're uh, yeah. we're all right with that. Um, yeah. And then so will the, will the July one have awards then? Yeah, we're going to be doing awards every single time. So we did the top 25 in no particular order, as my friend Gerald said. Okay. He put that together along with another friend of mine, Nigel Beckles, and he did a great job hosting it. We even had people cheating. On, uh, <laughs> apparently there were there were some fake votes cast. Oh, so my. Tis the I was season. Like, wow. Drama in two months, like for the award ceremony. Come on, guys. That's uh, that's very much our, our political world we live in right now. It's. Wow, that's whatever. And so, so did these people get ejected immediately? No, they just we had to remove the fake accounts from our Facebook group. But anyone wants to check it out, just go to indiepauseunited.com. <laughs> the links are there, and um, we kept them. We we kept the people that won. We just removed the fake votes, and nobody got called out for it because. We can't really the say like it's this win? person's fault or that person's fault because right. someone else could have did the fake votes for them, like a super fan or something. Yeah, there you go. Did any of the people that had the fake votes win? Yes. Oh, no, it's rigged. It's rigged. It was all rigged. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe that this was actually happening in a first event. People were really casting fake votes for each other. I thought that was insane. So what? I think they believed in the cause too much, maybe. Well, you know, they, they, some people have to win. It's a, it's a big deal, which I understand. I, you know, I'll be winning this year. I know that I've already got my fake account set up. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I, uh, I, uh, I'll be interested to see how that that's, oh, people are crazy. Wow. It's a crazy right? time. That's for sure. So with that being said, how's your, uh, how's your holiday forecast? We're in December and, uh, Christmas is right around the corner. I'm telling you, it's sneaking up on me. I'm not ready. Yeah. I, I mean, we did a great Thanksgiving. We had it outside. It was awesome. It was super fun. Weighed out all the food. There was too much food, honestly. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of food on Christmas. I haven't even put a tree up yet, oh, honestly. Oh, come on. Let's go. Get in the game. I'm trying. I just, you must have one out on that 96 acres. Right? You got one in the yard, probably. <laughs> there's no pine trees. Well, actually, yeah, there is. What am I talking about? We do have a tree. We just got to put it up. And I've got the ornaments and the angel and everything. Like, actually, she's sitting right next to me. So well, we'll be probably doing that tonight or tomorrow. Probably after la, I get la, off la, with la. you. There you go. You got to get it started. That's uh, just more reasons to drink wine and uh, celebrate the season. I don't know. Yes, not I'm feeling any pumped snow. now. I'm feeling pumped now. Not having any <laughs> snow is is, I don't know. I don't have snow right now, so it doesn't, it, it kind of, I don't know. I, I wish they wish they would give us something, you know, because if we're going to be cold, I want snow. What? So, so what's yeah. your temperature today? Uh, hot, 
probably in the low 70s. Ooh, wow, that's nice. You know what? You know what? I I got I got a, a what do I have? I have a 14, uh, 19, and a 20, and a 29 um, kids. And I just found out today that my daughter, who goes to San Diego State, and she's home because she can't do anything there. So she came home for the holiday and she's staying through Christmas. And I just found out her boyfriend is in <laughs> her boyfriend, whom we refer to as the Italian is he lives in Chile with his dad right now. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go visit him. Uh, they had like a voucher or something. So she's going for free. And I'm like, wow, oh, man, I don't know. This is a big step. Like, I wow. Don't know. So she went today and got this voucher and whatever, and you have to get like international health insurance and there's been all this quarantine hubbub and, but evidently they're lifting the quarantine and, and she can just go. I'm like, Oh man, this is crazy. But I, uh, the Italian's dad is, uh, is a doctor. So I'm guessing if anything goes wrong, she'll be in good hands. Uh, yeah. A, but Italy had it hard when COVID first hit. Oh, that's scary a little bit. I mean, I'm No, no, he's not actually that. Italian. It's from, he's from Chile. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. We just call him the Italian. That's funny. Why? why. Does, he, does he wave his hands a lot? <laughs> no, he doesn't do anything a lot. <laughs> he, <he's, laughs> oh my uh, God. These are these are some these are some of your people, the uh the 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 book nerds that uh that uh spend their whole life reading and learning and my daughter's uh very intelligent. So is her boyfriend is too. He's you know, hopefully going to be a lawyer someday or something so that I can lean on him a little bit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Make Just it... in case Howard Stern hears this episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I hope he does because that'll be publicity that we need. Oh, um, I'd be happy to go to court for Howard. Hell yeah. I'd, I'd say guilty as charged. <laughs> and I'll take that. <laughs> Why don't you give me 100000 and uh, I'll go away. 100000 We'll what settle out doing? of court. Yeah, for sure. For an undisclosed amount. Which, uh, <laughs> exactly. Which will be, which exactly. Will be more We're than planning it already. I'm telling you, it's all happening. Well, listen, we got to wrap this episode up. This was the uh, introduction to uh, the Tina Marie episodes. To uh, Hopefully, we're going to have you back on more and more and uh, start working on some content. We I'm going to try and produce uh, up to three episodes a week. I've got uh, another uh, couple co-hosts, and uh, we're going to get it rocking and rolling, get some... Uh, Get yes, some more listeners, exciting. more followers, and uh, start uh, banding together. I'm going to come. On, I'm going to check out your podcast. I'm going to come on there and and uh, find out how much how little I actually know about uh, what's going on in the uh, psychedelic world. <laughs> the psychedelic world. Psychedelic. Yeah, super stoked, super excited. Thank you so much, Darren. It was awesome yeah. talking to you. Next time, I promise to be higher energy. No, I'm that's all right. We're uh, we've been trying to do this, like I said, for three or four days and you're coming off a marathon run you're you're coming off the uh uh shit what was that guy's name the telethon you're coming off the yeah. telethon so you're worn out <laughs> jerry lewis you're coming yeah. off the jerry lewis telethon so we will uh now it's going to keep going upward and onward and uh we're going to get uh people to tell friends and subscribe and, and give us a review so until then everybody tune in for the next episode of the dk project thanks for listening yes. thanks tina Thank you, Darren. Have a good night. You too. Or morning. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500. 
or by email, the DK Project Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.